This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. I saw so many memes and people post and everything about the new year. And it said, hey, now that it's the new year, that means it's time for baseball. And so we're about six weeks out from pitchers and catchers reporting What is your current excitement level for the, well, I I was going to say the world champion Texas Rangers, but I feel like I can go to cut number 11 and somebody can say it better for me. Probably. Two balls, two strikes. Spores, kicks, and fires. He struck him out looking. It's over. It's over. The Rangers have won the World Series. Ranger fans, you're not dreaming. The Rangers are the World Series champions. After 52 years in Texas, 63 years of the franchise, the wait is over, and the celebration has begun. All right, and so that always a good reason to just play that again. And then a reminder. It still at times doesn't feel super real, but go ahead about this Tuesday. I I was going to say, Josh Smith and the man who threw that very pitch right there. Eric (laughs) Nadell. Don't you feel like Eric Nadell threw that pitch? Yes, a little bit. Is Josh Spores will be here, 4131 North Central Expressway, down in our showroom. We'll be doing an event from 6 to 8 p.m. In addition to them being there, they're going to be signing autographs. The World Series trophy is going to be there. It's an extravaganza, so you should come out and see us and hang out. That is on Tuesday. From the 940, just teared up again. And, Kevin, I put on my uh, World Series hoodie that I got at Christmas for the first time uh, this morning. I I was like, all right, today is the day I will wear it. And there was a little bit of, like, puffing the chest out as I was walking around in that thing going, man, yeah, we did. And I told Adrian this morning. I said, it's really weird to me how every time, because I had it on, and Adrian said, it looks good. And I said, thanks. And she goes, because the Rangers won the whole damn thing. And I was like, yes, they did. We won. And it's just funny to me how I can be in a bad mood and say that, and it changes everything. Like It it reminds me. And it's really weird. They This is the first one they won. This is the first time that trophy's been ours. And so it just feels really good. So my excitement level has not changed very much, but I do realize that this is a time now where this is the toughest part. This is the toughest part for Chris Young. This is the toughest part for Bochi. That was last year's team and last year's roster, and it's time to look ahead to this year's team and this year's roster and how you become, how you go through 162 again plus playoffs to get back to that point. It's long, it's arduous, it's difficult. It's not going to be easy. And Kevin, there was a time, a stretch in last year's season where 
the Rangers were the best team in baseball. Agreed. I, and I know they first are. First 60 games, I don't know who. Somebody probably had a better record than 40 and 20, but the first 60 games. They were games, right there with the Rays. And, yeah. and so you felt like you were like, wow, it looks so easy right now. It might be, it might be different. You know, this year might be very different. As we were discussing earlier, the road to it might be a lot more difficult this time because you have to get your brain ready to do it again. The whole team has to get their brain ready to be consistent on a daily basis, be Evan Carter, 3-2 count every time they go up to the plate, like those types of things, and somehow also figure out how to get pitchers. From the 682, and this feeds into that, I just think this point person will be disappointed. I'm a 6 out of 10 excitement level right now. We'll go to 9 out of 10 when they sign Hater and re-sign Montgomery. I think you are going to end up being disappointed yeah. about that. However, I don't think their offseason is over, but I think I was just reading about Josh Hader. And they're thinking that his number is going to have to become below $100 million. And in the article, it even talks about Bally Sports and the Rangers and says, maybe if it gets down to a certain number, the Rangers can get into the competition, but they're not in the Josh Hader competition at the number he wants. Yeah, and, I agree. And after winning the World Series, again, it does become the, hey, we were good enough to get there, but were we? are we good enough to do it again? Is just throwing money at some of the guys that are great going to be the the reason we get back there? I, you can't guarantee that. There's no guarantee that you throw all the money at a relief pitcher and you're back in the World Series because of it. And this article probably speaks to some people's concerns. And I admit, when I read this article, it got me like really fired up for the start of baseball again. But here's the concerning part. Evan Grant put out an article as way too early look at the 2024 Rangers roster. And he did the projections. Here's the starting pitchers. Mike and I did a little bit of this yesterday too, yeah. Nathan Evaldi, John Gray, Andrew Heaney, Dane Dunning, and Cody Bradford. I have a feeling people aren't going to be super pumped about that. Why? Uh, Name one reason not to be pumped. Cody Bradford gave up one home run the whole playoffs and zero runs every other time. Yeah. Well, I feel like even in the run, right? I mean, Max Scherzer wasn't there for most of it, but you did have Jordan Montgomery, and then you had Max Scherzer coming back, and now Montgomery most likely, I hope he is still a Ranger, he's still out there, most likely isn't coming back. Max Scherzer, you're hoping after the All-Star break comes back? Yep. Did you? Did you? Do you feel like you got the best that you could possibly get out of Dunning last year, or do you think there's another step for him? I hope he repeats. Yeah. I don't know okay. if there's another step, but that. I'm hoping if he can for 20 starts next year, let's say, and he's been a healthy guy. I'm not saying not that he can't do more than 20, but you're hoping after around that, you do have yeah. DeGrom and Scherzer yeah. and, and, and Malley and possibly Kershaw and maybe a trade or whatever, is that for those 20 starts, if he can put a, up an ERA under four for his 20 starts – that gives you a good chance to win with this offense. And this is this is ridiculous from the 619. No no star power. If you're saying no star power on this Rangers team, I I don't know what to tell you. I don't know if you missed what happened last yeah, year. Yeah, I don't know if you remember the MVP vote. Yeah, but also here's something that will get people fired up. Evan Grant's projection for the outfield. Evan Carter Eddie Tavares, Travis Jankowski, Adolis Garcia, and Wyatt Langford. I like that. He says, with each day, it becomes more apparent that Langford 
is part of the Rangers' plan for 2024. Is Jankowski signed longer, or is, no, are they expecting to bring him back? Bring him back. Gotcha. Okay. All right. I would love to bring him back. I yeah. think he's a valuable... Yes. The thing is, last year, the Rangers don't make the playoffs without the depth that they had. No. In a weird way, and I know like they won the championship, 2010 and 2011, the depth on those teams was not good. When the Rangers had an injury or something happened... They had a great nine-man lineup. I'm not taking anything away from the 10 and 11 nine-team lineup. But remember when you'd have to go to a bench player or you, yeah. you'd have to kind of go deeper onto your team besides your starting nine? It was like, dude, these guys can't help. And here, Jankowski helped. Ezekiel Duran, as of now, maybe he is your starting DH, you know, but he really helped last year. I feel like bringing Jankowski back, Ezekiel Duran, hopefully getting back to his first half season rather than the second half season, bringing in one other guy. You're going to have to bring in a catcher, I think, to help out your situation. And so for that is the projection was Kurt Caselli, the free agent. I think he might have been on the Reds. Yeah, but like that's I don't know that's a backup kind of guy but that's probably what you're looking at and then we've talked a lot about waiting into the trade market and everything like that is what I like about this is I've seen a lot of people thinking that all the success is going to carry over for Corey Seager now I realize a big part of this is also because Shohei Otani went to a different league but time and again You've seen people already predicting, including MLB.com, who had their one prediction for every team in the upcoming season. Corey Seager wins the MVP. He might miss a month, uh, not maybe not in full, but like sure. throughout the whole season, it might he might miss some time. But I think you're going to get the same type of production. The dude goes up there with the same mentality every time. The thing is, and look, he had all team figures out how to get it. He had protection in LA too. I'm not saying he's never had protection, right? But if you look at what he has around him, whether it's Marcus Simeon in front of him or Evan Carter in front of him, or you do have Josh Young and Adolis Garcia and possibly Wyatt Lankford has a great rookie year. I still don't know if Wyatt Lankford, just going back real quick, I don't know if he makes the opening day roster, yeah. but I do believe he's going to help you out in 24 because if he doesn't have a great spring training, it's fine to send him to AAA for a month to make sure everything's ready to go. How I didn't want to go in too much depth on Langford right now, but do should we at some point this week or maybe next week discuss like that at a deeper at a deeper place? Because yesterday we had a really good conversation off air. About I th- it. I think probably so too because another thing is if you go back to Grant saying this, it becomes clearer and clearer that he is part of their 2024 plans. If he's part of their 2024 plans, it ain't to be a platoon right. outfielder, and that means you're going to facilitate the departure. I would assume, unless you go full DH with him, which I guess is possible, I would assume that that would facilitate a trade to potentially address some of the weaker spots of your team. Yeah, and I would say this. I think Wyatt Langford fails as a designated hitter. I'll put that out there. He's been a position player his whole life. Now, I know he's only 21 or maybe now 22 years old, but it is not easy to be a guy who's used to being engaged in a game all game long to then go, Go sit on the bench for 90% of this game Mitch and then Garber. just 
come on up here and get a hit. Mitch, like Mitch Garford dealt with the prop process of that. Yeah. And then when Heim got hurt, he was catching every day and got even better hitting. And so he got better at hitting. He he was back in the flow of it. And then so he was like, oh, this is what I have to do as a hitter to stay yeah. on that. So I think Mike's got a a really good point so, there. So I don't even think Wyatt Langford will be on the team as a designated hitter. To your point, I think he's going to be an everyday outfielder when they decide to put him on the team, whether it's day one on opening day or whether it's day 45 into the season, Wyatt Lankford will be playing every day in your outfield. Same thing with Evan Carter. Uh, And that's, that's where it becomes this interesting thing over the next six weeks or during the season is if Wyatt Lankford's an everyday outfielder and Evan Carter's an everyday outfielder, and let's be honest, you're still building around Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon, but that's your new core two guys you're building fr- the franchise around. Is Carter and Langford is what you're building around future-wise. Now-wise, it's Seager and Simeon, those two guys helping out. Hopefully, two to three years from now, you're like, we're building this whole thing around Langford and Carter because they are superstars. And hopefully young. Like I, I, I And Josh, I should say that too. I'm sorry just to take him it, out of that. I, I, and I know not a lot of superstardom gets focused strictly on defense, but I got to say, he was Way better defensively than I thought he was yeah, going to. Yes, to that, and we saw the drop off in defense whenever he wasn't on the field. Whenever yeah. you had to put Duran sure. over there, or whoever else. So yeah, so I do think that Chris Young still has a tough decision, and after what he did, I'm I'm with you. I don't think you can really float Adolis Garcia's name out there. I just think that it yeah. would destroy the Ranger fans, and in a way, the chemistry of the clubhouse too. You know, if you are, if if us three are Simeon, Seeger, and let's just say Jonah Heim, another veteran guy on the team that's going to be here for sure next year and probably the next few years, if they traded Adolis Garcia away, and I don't know all of their personal relationships with Adolis, but you'd feel kind of down, wouldn't you? If yes. you're like, dude, this dude, without him, we don't get past the Houston Astros 100%. And without his home run in game one, I'm not sure if we win game one in the 11th inning there. And so you just start going, hey, for the camaraderie of the team, I should have Adolis Garcia on the opening day roster, not only for the fans, but for the players too. Agreed, agreed, agreed. I love this question. But if Wyatt Langford starts the big league roster, starts on the big league roster on opening day, or even close to opening day, who do you got to win rookie of the year? Him or Evan Carter? Like it's, it's, I they lo- just have to yeah. share it. What a great problem to have. Yeah. You're like, all right, it's those two, and then there's a giant gap to everyone else, and I hope they finish. Well, one, I do two. think Jackson Holiday is going to be a heavy That's favorite. Probably, okay, I could see that. That not a heavy favorite over Langford and Carter, but it'll be a three man race yeah. to start the year and see where it goes. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. What I learned, Corey, is a lot of people are very excited, even the people who are concerned, which you have every right to be concerned. I think we all get that. I think we can spend a segment a day on the Rangers every day. I think you're probably right, especially Tuesday when Josh Smith and Josh Spores will be here along with the World Series trophy from 6 to 8 in our showroom, 4131 North Central Expressway. You don't got to sign up. You just got to show up if you want to check that out. Coming up next. You don't have to be here, but you got to stay here. I messed that up. That in Wales. (laughs) You don't have to go home. (laughs) Giant. You don't have to leave. When I went and listened back to that, I was like, I don't know how I messed that up so poorly. (laughs) Sorry, that was your one mistake last year. That was last year. Like, think about that. 2023, you had one mistake in your life. And it was late in the year. Y'all have already said I burned off my 24 mistake. You're very, you got to walk in a thin line right now. Look back at 2019 Cowboys schedule. (laughs) 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.